Welcome to the Dynasty Podcast, everybody. Today we're going to touch on Week 5 Top Performers. I got a little segment from Jason Moore. We're going to touch on a rookie prospect 2020 highlight. Got an update on Antonio Brown. And pray for Mr. Diabetes, only team without a win. Let's get it. It's the jump off. Welcome to the Dynasty. Welcome to the Dynasty. Jump off. Welcome to the Dynasty. Jump off. Welcome to the Dynasty. I see y'all. Welcome to the Dynasty. It's the jump off. Welcome to the Dynasty. Hey, 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 hey. Benny Blanco here. It is the Dynasty Jump Off Podcast. We're recording the fourth segment. Thank y'all for uh, having the patience. You know, I got... I got a lot of time to do this, you know, and especially I ain't got no uh, participation from the league. So it would be way more beneficial if y'all could help out and take ownership of a segment. I know I sound like a broken record, but this is something for real. And I actually teamed up with Alyssa Milano. Um, You know, you might know her from Who's the Boss, uh, from her time with UNICEF. And, you know, we put together a plea for everybody in the Dynasty Jump Off to put together a podcast segment or something. So let me just play this for y'all, all right? What would you do if there was a podcast right in front of you, sitting all alone, crying in pain, hunger, near death from lack of participation? And what if all you had to do was record a segment or at least participate in some sort of fashion to save that podcast life? This is that podcast. And this is that moment. Go online and send a segment or an idea or something that let me know you listen and care. It's only 15 minutes a day, and it means you'll get this podcast the critical help they need to survive. Please go online now. Because that podcast in front of you can't wait another moment. So we back. I hope that that pulled at some kind of heartstrings to make y'all get off your butts and to do something to help. Because y'all don't be knowing it takes about six hours to put together this podcast. So I need some help. So, you know, we got week five in the books. We got no undefeated teams. We got uh, three that are four and one. So shout out to Ben Lipkin, Ace Smeezy and J-Dog. And pray for Mr. Diabetes. He has zero wins, five losses, and it's starting to come together. There's a lot of teams that are right there in the middle. You know, it's time to time to put together your squad and either get some victories and move up in the rankings or go join Mr. Diabetes down at the bottom. Uh, there was some week five performers who showed out, you know, people you didn't expect. Will Fuller, who would have thought he would be the number one point getter of the week? 46.7. That's bananas. Actually, there was f- over four players with 40-plus points this week. So, Will Fuller, of course. Aaron Jones blew up. Christian McCaffrey, that's not a surprise. And then Deshaun Watson. Uh, some notable mentions here. These guys were in the 30s. Michael Thomas, 35.7. The Philadelphia Eagles defense, 35. Goodness gracious. Amari Cooper with 34.1. He came to play again. Matt Ryan, 32.9. Julio didn't get a touchdown, though. Who are you throwing him to? Rookie DJ Chark, 32.4. And then these last uh, six, they were in the, the high 20s. Russell Wilson, 29.9. Adam Thielen, 28.5. Squeaky Wheel got greased. 
Teddy Bridgewater, 28.3. Throwback, Chris Godwin on his God mode, 28 points. Josh Jacobs on Louis' bench with 27.8. And to round out the top 15, running back Matt Breida from San Francisco. So, man, there's still people who are surprising you every week, you know, whether it be really good or really bad. I mean, I see people like Odell Beckham or actually anybody who plays for Cleveland shat the bed. Um, Nuke or DeHandre Hopkins didn't do nothing. Neither did Julio Jones. So it is kind of a crapshoot. That's why I wish one of y'all would make a segment according to a let's per, let's put it in perspective a wide receiver i want you to analyze the defense and see what you know the likelihood or the probability or some kind of algorithm you know get us that algorithm i think that's what actually when mr diabetes went to california he went out there to uh, to google headquarters and he put together an algorithm he's going to come back and crush us all 11 and 5 it's going to be his record bold predictions with benny blanco Mr. Diabetes goes 11 and 5 because he got the algorithm from Google. Ah, crazier things have happened. Who knows? Uh, but that was bold predictions. You know, I really enjoy doing this podcast. It's just hard to find the time and hard to find the motivation. So if y'all could just uh, submit stuff, that would be much appreciated. Antonio Brown, he's always in the news, usually for nothing good. Uh, if you're not familiar with his little incident in Florida where he freaked out and threw uh, furniture out the window, here's a little recap, but uh, it's, it's crazy, y'all. He almost killed a small child, apparently. Peep game. Brown is the subject of two lawsuits stemming from an incident near Miami where he reportedly threw things from a balcony during a fit of rage. John Shumway has the law. And it's always important to remember that with lawsuits, you are only hearing one side of the story. And as of tonight, Antonio Brown and his attorney are not commenting. But a real estate mogul in Miami, Florida, says his 22-month-old son could have been killed by what he described as, quote, out of control and inexcusable behavior. Antonio Brown blames the security staff at the mansions at Aquilina for allowing a cleaning crew into his $35,000 a month, 4,600 square foot home while he was gone. Brown says $80,000 in cash and a gun were stolen. Security says it was an authorized cleaning and a confrontation with security on April 24th prompted what police described as Brown's agitated state. Attorney George Minsky represents the landlord and says during the altercation, This vase was thrown over the balcony from the 14th floor. Landing in the unoccupied hot tub. In total, the suit alleges that Brown tossed two large vases, about three feet tall each, a large heavy ottoman, and other pieces of furniture. Down below, Ophir Sternberg alleges in his suit, his 22-month-old son and the toddler's grandfather were walking near the pool at the time. Sternberg's attorney says in a statement that Brown acted, quote, with blatant disregard to the safety of his neighbors, including small children like the plaintiff. Mr. Brown's actions on April 24th were intentionally negligent and showed a reckless disregard for human life. The condo association then ordered Mr. Brown to vacate for violating the rules. Brown did, and... My people went back, the owner went back in, and it was just, it, it looked like there had been a, a, a real large college party in the unit, and that furniture was askew, walls were broken, doors were broken, mirrors were broken, lamps were 
turned over, scratches on the floors. So the landlord is suing for the repairs and lost rent, about $100,000 in all. And Sternberg is suing to hold Brown accountable, saying his son could have been killed and can't sleep and has nightmares. The Steelers aren't commenting. And Coach Tomlin? I have no comment regarding that. I know nothing about it. Well, Coach Tomlin's got to feel real good about all this. He just sits back and he laughs. Um, pray for the child and his night terrors. Hopefully they end soon. Um, hopefully he gets a big fat check. And yeah, gets taken care of monetarily, but he's a fucking nut. So NFL week six. All right, we got matchups and we got some buy alerts popping off. If you have players on the Buffalo Bills, the Chicago Bears, Indianapolis Colts, or Oakland, take them out of your lineup. They will be inactive. They will not be playing. They will definitely get you a zero. So, some other games that we're looking forward to here. Thursday Night Football. Ooh, New York Giants at New England Patriots. That one is going to be a barn burner. Um, other games that I'm interested in seeing, Seattle at Cleveland. Seattle's going to pounce on the Browns, but you know what? This is a perfect time. Last night took a L, but tonight I bounce back. It's the Cooking with Blanco bounce back award. There's no way in hell that Cleveland can do any worse than they did this week. So, that's they're all going to get the bounce back award, especially OBJ, Nick Chubb, and Baker Mayfield. Everybody's talking about dropping Mayfield. I think that's especially in our league with it being so competitive and no one on the waiver wire. Don't cut him. He ain't gonna he ain't gonna goose you like you did last week. So, you know, call that a bold predictions with Benny Blanco. Call it now for your free reading. But some other some other cool games I'm looking at. New Orleans versus Jacksonville, man. Leonard Fournette's been blowing up, so I want to see what he does. San Francisco at LA Rams. San Francisco undefeated, so that one's looking real live. Uh, Atlanta at Arizona. I want to see them put up at least 100 points combined. I need to see Julio and Devontae Freeman shine out. Uh, Dallas versus the New York Jets. I'd like to see Ezekiel Elliott face off for Le'Veon Bell. That's one of the afternoon games. The night game on Sunday is Pittsburgh at the Chargers. Melvin Gordon back. Let's see what happens. And then we got the Monday night NFC North Detroit Lions at the Green Bay Packers at Lambeau. So that one, that one should be a really great game. Um, last time we talked about a 2020 rookie prospect. So all these draft picks getting thrown around. Who could they turn into? We got another one this week. It is also a wide receiver. Uh, last week it was LaVisca Cheneau, but this week it is wide receiver Jerry Judy out of Alabama. Found a l- cool little video. Uh, Mel Kuyper is, you know, kind of highlighting what you could see and what you could get if you draft your boy Jerry Judy. A wide receiver has not been taken number one overall since Keyshawn Johnson in 1996, yeah. if I remember correctly. You got Correct. this guy, Jerry Judy, going uh, number He's got he's number one in your big board. Talk to me about what you think. You really, really believe that NFL teams would take a receiver number one overall in today's day and age when somebody like Tua could be available? Well, let me explain. The, the big board's not a mock draft, Stephen A. So I'm not I'm, trying to I'm predict gonna... what's going to happen. This is just based on a rating. And a rating okay. of the Jerry Judy is right now puts him at that number one spot. Look at A.J. Green, Julio Jones, and those guys. We haven't had receivers of this caliber be rated this high basically since that group. And we forced a lot of guys way up there, some of which have been major busts. These guys aren't forced. 
These guys are the real deal. And I had five in the top 25. I could have very easily had seven. Didn't put Jalen Rager, TCU, in that spot. Could have had others as well. I think you look at where they are right now. These guys are proven entities already. I think you look at where they'll be come late April. Jerry Judy's going to be a top five pick. His teammate Devontae Smith's really good. Henry Ruggs third, another teammate. Really good. So I think there's some guys there that we talk about. Lynn Bowden's another kid at Kentucky. Keep an eye on for, out for him being in the first round. So this is the best group of receivers we've seen in a long time. Great news for the NFL, for fantasy leaguers. You want scoring, you need receivers. We haven't had it. Now we finally do. And Jerry Judy is a special town. I've compared him, guys, to Marvin Harrison. Remember Marvin Harrison? Of course. He was about 20 yards of catch coming out of Syracuse. Yeah. Great career. I was with Marvin at the Hula Bowl when he came out. Great work ethic, great route runner. That's what Jerry Judy is. So, yeah, that's you heard it here first. Jerry Judy, Mel Kuyper, that's someone you could turn your little first-round pick into. But I uh, just wanted to touch on there's a couple people who are injured as well for the week six. So watch out if you were trying to start Mason Rudolph or Darren Sproles or new, new, uh, new York Giants Wayne Gallman, Philip Dorsett, or Sammy Watkins. Peep them because they might not be active. All right, speaking of week six, who should you start? Well, I got my boy Jason Morrow here telling you your QB streamer of the week. And spoiler alert, Minnesota fans, get back on the bad wagon. All right, my streaming candidate is Kirk Cousins. Set your phasers to kill. He's playing against Philadelphia. The Philadelphia defense is super against the run. And my and the Minnesota Vikings want to we run the ball. We won't stand for this. They're going to, you know, it's going they're going to try that for super. a while. But the thing is, is they are not good against the pass. The Eagles are giving up 271 passing yards per game, and that includes when Luke Falk pooped out only 120 yards. <clears throat> so, you've got Kirk Cousins who's averaging uh more, you know, uh, yards per attempt He's going down the field trying to, you know, uh, have deeper shots. The running game opening up the pass. There's been some squeaky wheel stuff. He was pretty decent last week. In this matchup, I think he does well. And this is not a, you know, him and Andy Dalton are the two guys I always check the schedule. I'm like, these are not big, you know, primetime games. We're good to go. So you heard it from your boy, the fantasy footballers, Jason Moore. He's telling you it's okay. You can start Kirk Cousins. I believe Ben Lipkin has him. And I think that's actually going to lead into our our league game of the week. I'm going to have to nominate Lipkin versus Laporta Potty. So Louis versus Ben. They both got high powered teams. Lipkin sitting at four and one. Louis sitting at three and two. I'm definitely going to be checking through throughout the day, seeing who's putting up the points, who's in the lead. Does Ben start Kirk Cousins? Does Louis start um, Josh Jacobs? We'll see. But. I'm really having fun with this league. I hope everybody's having a great time. Um, you know, it's been great. Keep up on the group me. Um, please send segments in. Uh, just want to let you know the waiver wire. You know, we'll we'll touch on it like this. I spit it, I spit it through the waiver wire, y'all. I dropped mad fab on you, fam. It's too much stuff on my heart right now. Who you pick up? It's not looking good, man. Auden Tate was the last person to get picked up off the waiver wire. Ken Swisher dropped 15 on him. It's like a it's a dead zone right now. There's not I don't I don't recommend dropping any fab on anybody this week, but say la vie. Do you? 
I just want to give a shout out to uh, my podcasting skills, and I really enjoy doing it. I know, and I know wine. I love talking about wine. I'm not, I'm not the foremost authority. I don't, you know, I just enjoy it. So I, I put in time and effort to taste and to learn and to advance myself. And I thought, hey, why not make a podcast? I've been talking to my girl Nasim about it. We've shot some ideas back and forth. I just wanted to make a. A real small little commercial to give you a little highlight of maybe what you could hear. So peep the commercial for the podcast, the wine. Who drank my wine though? Do you like, Do wine? You like wine? Are you intimidated, Are you intimidated by, wine? by wine? Does it make does you it poor make you if you poor drink, if drink boxed wine? Box wine? Why does that Why wine does cost a hundred dollars for a bottle? What is Bordeaux? What is Bordeaux? Do only girls drink rosé? I don't know how to read a wine list. Looking at wine intimidates me. Wine is too sweet. I don't really like how it makes me feel. If you've ever felt that way, thinking about wine, why don't you come peep my new podcast? It's called Who Drank My Wine Though? I'm going to talk about everything to do with wine. From some of the most basic things to some of the most crazy kind of confusing things it's really fun and i love it so join me benny blanco on who drank my wine though podcast coming soon y'all yeah and if you didn't know fun facts with benny blanco because the more you know your boy is a certified sommelier but you didn't know about that so yeah i'm gonna be in addition to talking about fantasy football stuff i'm gonna have another wine podcast jumping off and you know, if you ever had any question about wine, holla at your boy. Love talking about it. I also love music, too. You, I go down all those rabbit holes. So, Thanks for listening. We're keeping it short and sweet. Make sure to hit your boy up with some podcast segments. And, you know, peep that group me when these games are going on. We'll catch this Thursday night game, the New York Giants at the New England Patriots over there at the Gillette Stadium. And I hope you're enjoying yourselves. As always, hit me up any time of day. I got a Google Voice number. I got the uh, website popping off. I got the email address. I got GroupMe. I got text. I got all of that. So don't ever hesitate to hit me up. So thanks a lot, y'all. And peace. This is the Jump Off. Welcome to the Dynasty. Welcome to the Dynasty. Jump off, welcome to the dynasty. Jump off, welcome to the dynasty. I see y'all, welcome to the dynasty. It's the jump off, welcome to the dynasty. Hey, 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 hey.